0: Get, I want to get married. Hey there, lovebirds. Happy Wedding Wednesday and welcome to episode 96 of Your I Do Crew, a wedding planning podcast. Each week, co hosts Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips, tricks, and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day. So grab something old
1: and something new.
0: It's time to listen to your Your I I Do Crew. In today's interview, we're talking to Brooklyn-based bridal accessory designer Thea block She is the founder and designer of Hushed Commotion, an amazing bridal accessory boutique. Thea creates handcrafted veils, headpieces, belts, and shoes with an elegance and a nod to vintage craftsmanship and aesthetics. She is known for her use of gold detailing and unique beading, which has earned her a place in retailers across the globe. Whatever you're doing, you need to take a break and go check out her Instagram. It will blow your mind. And not only is she insanely talented, but as Lindsay and I found out, she has a delight to talk to. Also, well, what I want to know right off the top is, how did you come up with your name? Oh,
1: sure. So it's a fun story. Um, and of course it all factors back to my mom, cause my mom is the best. Um, <laughs> so, when I was in college, um, I went to school at Pratt Institute for Fashion Design. Mm. Um, and freshman year I did as every student and fashion does one of those like student fashion programs, like, um, like with part of like the student union or something, like totally off the regular curriculum and just like mm-hmm. fun put on by students. Um, so I did this whole runway show with other people where I did five different garments. Um, I knew how to sew. fair amount by them but not a whole lot I also was a freshman and didn't have a lot of money so I was like okay how am I going to figure out fabrics for this fashion show that I want to do on Mm -hmm. a really low budget so I ended up buying a lot of white silk or I think maybe one of the like teachers had a bunch of white silk sitting around in one of the closets there Um, Mm -hmm. and I did this whole collection based on white silk that I then dyed with dip dye and a bunch of different colors Um, so the, two, the pieces were these white dresses with all these colors either coming down from the top of them or coming up from the bottom. Um, and I was trying to figure out something that conveyed that image and that feel to name the collection. So I named it Hash Commotion, which has the the white and the kind of muted, but then all these colors coming in, which were the commotion part of it. And so that was the Mm. name of the collection. Um, And it was just that one year that we did it, but my mom always really loved that name. So years later, when I was talking about doing my accessory line for bridal, um, of course, mom pe- like perks up and she's like, "Thea, I love that collection you did freshman year. That name was so clever, and it really, it, can, it really conveys who you are. I just, I love that name. You should use that name for your collection." I was like, "Mom." That has nothing to do with bridal. And she was like, it doesn't matter. It's a beautiful name. (laughs) You should use it, Thea. It's so you. And I was like, I don't know. And then, of course, 24 hours later, I was like, yeah, she's right. It's really good because it does Mm -hmm. convey a lot of who we are as a company. I don't like Mm -hmm. things that are super blingy, but I really Mm -hmm. appreciate a lot of detail. Um, So a lot of our pieces have that in mind. You have the hushed part of it, which is a little bit more... I don't know, like muted elegance and then Mm -hmm. you have the commotion, which is more of the detail and sometimes pieces that are bigger, but it really um, encompasses those two parts coming together. And over the years, I've really enjoyed that it doesn't have necessarily a bridal feel to it, even though that's what I love to do. And I'm not planning Mm -hmm. to go away from that, but I Mm -hmm. like that it's not like a typical name that has like sparkle or petal or romance in it because it just feels a little bit, uh, different. And also it was a lot easier to find all of my social media handles and my website because none of it was taken. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which yeah. is huge. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, so mom was right. Moms are always yep. right. Did you, have you noticed that? Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, and I, I love the, the breakdown of it. You know, they are, yeah. hushed commotion captures it so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. you know, a lot of them are, like you said, the muted tones or a single color, but the detail is just really, really gorgeous. And I'm, I'm looking at one particular piece right now, I'm really vibing on this pair of Converse. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes.
0: The, <laughs> now, do you do a lot of that where you take a piece that uh, a bridal or a person will bring in and then customize it, or do you do more originals or is it a mix of both?
1: Um, it ranges, I think over the year, the years, as we've done more of the shoes, and I've been able to put more up on the website, more brides are like coming to us for it. And we've been able Mm -hmm. to get publicity around it because so it started when a photographer friend of mine, Jen Huang, who used to live in New York, and now lives in California. She and I have worked together a lot on photography and she mm-hmm. was getting married and just didn't know, she couldn't find the shoes that she wanted. So she found a pair of shoes that she liked the shape and the color, but really hated the, the embellishment on it and asked mm-hmm. me if I could take off that and put something else on because I knew her so well that would work for her and her style and her big day. And of course, I was really honored that she asked and really excited <laughs> to take on this, uh, Visit a new adventure. Um, It sounded totally up my alley. So I did that for her and had a blast. And she loved them and she wore them to her wedding. And I was really lucky, um, Jose Villa shot her wedding. And so I was able to Mm. get really good photos of the shoes that we did for her. So those were the first pair. And then She was so lovely for um, my wedding. Well, maybe not for my wedding, but as a thank you, she sent me a pair of the same shoes that she had gotten married in with -hmm. the embellishment on them and was like, have fun with them. Make yourself a pair. (gasps) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So when I was about to get married or in that process, I was like, oh, I have those shoes that I've been meaning to do something with. I should do that for my wedding because obviously I'm an accessory lady and I need to (laughs) have, I want to like do everything myself. Yeah. Um, So I took out those shoes, which again, were perfect because Jen has impeccable taste and style. Um, (laughs) Took the the, uh, embellishments off of them and then did my whole own uh, interpretation, which was, it was inter- it's interesting. You can see on the website, you can see the two shoes and like her style versus my style and the difference. It's the exact same shoe but with different embellishment on them. Um, it's a Dorsey uh, like satin peep toe with like a heel in the back. Um, mm-hmm. And so I did that for my wedding and then it just continued from there of doing it for photo shoots of doing it for other people. And I love that people come to me with non-traditional pieces, mm-hmm. So like the sneakers, I actually have a pair of leather Converse in my studio right now that somebody just sent me because they That's saw the so one cool. that was on the website. And I think you saw that on there, there's a pair of Birkenstocks that we beaded with a bunch of colorful beads. Um, so yeah, that's been really fun for me and I really enjoy it. And I hope that people continue to ask me to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Those are
0: so cool. Yeah. We're looking at the, we're looking at the shoe page right now and just seeing all these. and, And what I love is that everyone is so unique and they're so varied that you really obviously put a lot of thought into the personality of the wearer. Mm -hmm.
1: Thanks, yeah. I ask people a lot of questions because once you get started on the shoe, it's not like you can take it back. So like, I really want to make sure we're both on the same page before I start working on the shoe because then it's just, it's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, So obviously I want to see pictures of the dress. I want to see any inspiration pictures they have for their big day. What are their bridesmaids wearing? What are their invitations look like? What are they drawn to? Also, what kind of budget do they want to be in? Cause mm-hmm. I've had people who want to stay really low, like around, I think the lowest we go is around $90 for mm-hmm. embellishing both pairs of shoes. Um, and so that's going to be something small. I had one woman whose uh, her shoe was so important to her. It was more important than the dress. Um, and so we spent, I think she spent almost maybe like over $400 on the embellishments on top of the shoe that she bought, because we did everything, literally we painted the bottom of the shoe, we put crystals on the bottom of the arch on the back of the shoe, we put pieces of her dress that she had given us on the front of the shoe, we put feathers all around like the T strap, the ankle strap, it was quite amazing, but it was a lot of work. So it's gonna Mm -hmm. cost more money. That's was amazing, amazing though, she just was like the big, it was a big piece of her wedding, so. Yeah, and just having that one of a kind piece for your mm-hmm. day, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I love it.
0: That's so. it's on I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> out over these shoes on your website. They're so, every, it just, it, it blows me away that everyone is so unique. Yeah. yeah. It's just so cool. I mean, yeah. you can tell how much, how much heart you put into it. Thank you. So what was it so what was it that first inspired you to to get into this industry of of creating the accessories and and specifically, you know, bridal themed accessories but mm-hmm. uh-huh. but accessories in general?
1: Um I mean, I think with anything, you look back and you see the signs more looking back than you did in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went to school for fashion design, as I mentioned, um, and I specialized there as much as you can because they teach you a bit of everything. But for your senior Mm -hmm. thesis, you have to do something in particular. So I did evening wear as my specialty and then when you were doing evening wear at Pratt, you had to do one extra piece that was like in another category related. So I did Mm -hmm. a bridal piece as my extra piece for it. Um, And so I had a lot of fun with that. I made like a a fun little, um, like kind of uh, English style hat for her to wear. And I beaded the whole like belt that was on the dress and just all the the detail work. Um, And even with my collection, so much of it was about Hand detail work, um, which for me I think was a sign later that that was something that I really gravitated towards. Uh, So after school, I ended up working for a company that was doing women's wear, and stayed with them for a long time and really enjoyed what they were doing. And then um, the recession hit, and it was a crisis all over fashion industry. um, And I kind of wasn't sure what was going to happen with me and with my job. And I was lucky enough that I was in. kind of the right place at the right time to be able to take an opportunity that came to me. And so the company that I was with, um, was able to pivot into bridal and kind of continue on through the recession in the bridal atmosphere, because we had some of the stock already and we had a customer base and we had a space and so we were like, all right, I think people are still getting married during the recession and that we can like forge (laughs) our way through here and come out Mm -hmm. the other end and let's see what we can do um so i was with them through that and then started doing some accessories for them and then i kind of was like oh like i really miss doing my own work for myself um and i just started doing it on the side as well Um, and it was going really well for both in both aspects. Um, but it came to a point where I had been with them for many years and it felt like if I was going to try and do something on my own, that I needed to either do it or not. Um, and if I didn't do it, then I would regret it. So, uh, I left there to start Hush Commotion full time. Um, and that was about five years ago.
0: That's awesome. That's, that's such a fun journey to hear.
1: Thank you. I mean, in New York, that's kind of the thing. You always have to, you figure out what you want to do, but it comes through a circuitous path, and then once you do, you're like, okay, well, I'm in New York, and it's an expensive city, and how do you make it work, and mm-hmm. who do you meet, and go out yeah. there and talk to people and befriend people. The uh, wedding industry in Brooklyn is really wonderful and so welcoming, and there's a lot of female entrepreneurs out here, which I mm-hmm. really gravitated towards, and like, mm-hmm. having a community that I connected with, as well as doing something that I studied and that I love. Um, so yeah,
0: that's so cool. That is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And and I always think that, you know, New York, I mean, the cost of living there, the standard of living is is so high.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And so I, when you, when we're looking through your, your page and we're seeing, you know, she was starting at $90, I think that's, I mean, that seems pretty low Mm -hmm. for that, for that market.
1: Yeah. Well, so that, what I try to do is I like to give, like, we have a specialty item. Um, Mm -hmm. but I want people to be able to enjoy it. So when I say $90, that is only for the embellishment that we're doing. The bride still Mm -hmm. has to buy her shoes. So that's on top of whatever she buys. And I, I mean, I'm cognizant. I've, I've grown up and lived in New York and I come from North Carolina and I know that like, um, obviously money doesn't grow on trees. And so you (laughs) want to get something, (laughs) you want to have somebody be able to do something really wonderful for their wedding day. And not everybody has like hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend mm-hmm. on their ensemble. And so if something at 90, which to me, I feel like with the beating, and if it's simple enough that we can get something really special and interesting on a shoe um, and give them something that feels really wonderful for them. And then, um, yeah. So just trying to make it accessible for any bride who wants to work with us as much as we can.
0: Yeah, that's cool. So when people come to you to work with you, do they usually come with, some ideas already in their mind or do they just love your style and they want to brainstorm with you? How does that usually work?
1: Um, it depends, uh, sometimes if people have too much of an idea in their head like that, that's helpful. But sometimes it's hard these days with Pinterest and Instagram, I've had people come to me like literally with other people's designs and say like, can you make something like this? And that's tricky because mm-hmm. um, as an artist myself, like I wouldn't want them doing that to me, to somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so walking that line and kind of maybe trying to talk through them and say like, okay, well, why do you like this piece? And what about it do you like? And how can we take the essence? And what you love about this, and then make it our own, so that we um, we all feel good about what we're creating here. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the flip side, I do have people a lot come to me who, since there's so much stuff on the website in so many different capacities, mm-hmm. um, can see our style, love it, appreciate it, understand what our price point is, and come to us, and then we go from there. Um, and it's pretty seamless. Um, a lot of the custom work we do, we do that way, where people are just like, I love. What you do? Here's what I'm thinking. Here's my dress. What should? Where should we go from here? Um, and then I get a few pieces that they like from the website, and then uh, go from there. I really love the custom stuff because it gives me a lot of ideas, and mm-hmm. I like working with the brides, and it helps me kind of keep keep my finger on the pulse of what people are interested in, what they're gravitating mm-hmm. towards. Um, so it's something that I I hope to always continue to do. That's so
0: cool. And, and like you said, you know, having something for your wedding that is one of a kind yeah. it's so special yeah it, it's it's so unique and and i'm looking at the list of things that you have on, on the website and I'm, I'm sure this is just your most frequent things but i mean headpieces yeah. earrings um I know. I handbags don't, belts everything it's I don't amazing
1: feel lazy on myself i'm like okay no, we yeah. have an idea let's <laughs> make it happen <laughs>
0: yeah. um do you find that you get more of any one type of accessory than the other
1: Um, so it, it depends on which part of the industry, uh, or not industry, but which part of my market I'm looking at. So Mm -hmm. like with, um, the stores that I sell to across the country and a few Mm -hmm. internationally, belts tend to do really well with them. I mean, I guess in general, belts Mm -hmm. really are one of our biggest things because we do everything beaded here in Brooklyn instead of working with factories, um, uh, overseas where a lot of times. If you're a designer, you kind of have like a catalog that you look at and mix and match and create a belt from like what these companies are offering you, Mm -hmm. Um, which is fine if that's the direction you want to go in. But for us, we're creating all of our beaded motifs here from scratch, like in like out of what beads we have, what we're inspired by, and then putting it together um, so it doesn't look like anything else that's out there. And I think that people have really responded to that. Um, Mm -hmm. So back to the beginning of your question is that, so with our, our stores, if you're in a bridal appointment, you have your dress on, it's um, you've figured it out, it's really easy for the store to grab a belt, put it on and say like, oh, this really like, makes the dress or takes that kind of like, you're 90% sure into 100% sure because it just brings it all together. Yeah. Um, whereas if you're looking at headpieces, like sometimes if a bride doesn't come in with her hair like styled exactly the way she wants it, it's hard to imagine a headpiece or yeah. getting it in there. It's mm-hmm. just more of a process. So the belt is a really easy thing to do in the moment in an appointment. Um, but then I would say that people who come to my studio, a lot of times they're not bringing their dress because their dress has been ordered and they're waiting for it to come in or it's at alterations. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of people will come knowing that they need a belt and we'll talk it out, but they won't have the dress with them. But so at the studio, then on the flip side, we're doing like a lot of headpieces and earrings and whatnot, because we have such a selection here and I can like help somebody style their hair and put things in and brainstorm and know so much about the pieces that I can suggest a lot of different variations and whatnot.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. That's awesome. I'm, I'm looking at. I'm, I'm seeing the natural dye floral crowns. Yeah, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is something I have never seen before. They're stunning. Yeah.
1: Cool. Thank you. Um, now, how, I took how a how did class. Yeah, there was a class that I took. Um, I think it was about two years ago. Here in the summer um, with some friends of mine in Brooklyn who um, one of them is in fashion, the other one is a florist um, and they're just really passionate about the floral dyeing process um, Mm -hmm. and using something, so like the florist, what she does is she'll, she'll grab a lot of these flowers that are left over from weddings at the end of the night and then she gives them to her friend who does all this floral dyeing and so there's kind of like a Wow. A rebirth of these flowers yeah. that would otherwise have just gone into the trash are being repurposed and used into a dyeing process. Um, so they did a class where you could learn about the different techniques of how to do this, uh, and so I went and took the class and thought it was really wonderful, and then decided that I could incorporate that into stuff that we do. Um, and I think a lot of that goes back to my art history um and wanting to always try to figure things out for myself or create a new technique so we've mm-hmm. done that flower dyeing um last season we did um hand marbleizing so we took mm. silks and flowers and we marbleized them with different colors of like gold and pink and silver and put those onto to head pieces um and prior to that we've done let's say we've done stuff with leather um we did, oh, we did the thing with, um, with the plants, with the, um, the plants that you treat so that they, uh, they last longer than mm. just like a week. Okay. Okay. There's a special treatment that makes them last like almost a year. So you can create this like flower crown that doesn't wilt. Um, so just trying wow. to figure out different techniques that people can enjoy and that would um, make us unique and make someone feel like um, this is a special piece to buy and that they want it from us and that we yeah. are pushing the limit.
0: Yeah, I mean, you absolutely are. I mean, so much of what we're seeing from your Instagram, from your website are, are things that I've literally never seen before. Mm-hmm. Well, they you. are they, are, you are, you are, you are breaking new ground, forging new territory, <laughs> and it's so exciting to hear that you have, you know, your your items are going to stores across the U.S. Now, do you find that? Um, so you said mostly belts are going out to the stores.
1: So we sell a, a number of items to stores. Um, mm-hmm. I would say if a store didn't order belts, I would highly push back at them and say like, hey, you should have at least one or two belts because mm-hmm. it really is such a top seller and it's so easy for them. So sometimes, especially with a new store, like I... I I love doing hair and I've um, I do my own hair and I'm very comfortable with it. But a lot of people aren't necessarily comfortable working on someone's hair in the moment while they're in the like at the bridal salon. Mm -hmm. And so the headpieces just can be more of a challenge. But it's so easy to grab a sash off of the table and put it on while somebody has a dress on. So it's a really accessible way to kind of like get your foot in the door with the accessories. Mm -hmm. Um, And then earrings earrings have been huge for us. And Mm -hmm. again, that kind of happened because I had a bride who bought something from us and then came back months later was like, I cannot find anything out there to match. I thought I could find earrings. Like, do you do earrings? Could you do something custom for us? And I was like, all right, well, why not? Let's see what we can do. And we did it, um, and I posted about it, and everyone was like, "We need earrings." So I was like, "All right, let's see where this goes." <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, just started doing it, and I obviously love earrings, so now it's kind of um, a runaway train because I'm like, "Look at <laughs> earrings all the time. This is great." Um, but people love it because they also can wear them for other occasions, and again, yeah, we're trying to do. An earring that matches all the different pieces that we have and also feels um, a little bit non-traditional
0: yeah as with everything you do they're stunning
1: know I
0: hate to keep saying that but
1: they are though
0: they really are they're very unique and I, I really enjoy the fact that a lot of your your jeweled pieces are still floral inspired mm-hmm. there are still a lot of natural curves and natural imagery in these things and it makes a, for a really lovely um contrast because you mm-hmm. have this gilded flower looking earring it's it's really it's gorgeous
1: thank you
0: yeah uh, sorry I'm, I'm just gonna sit here and stare at you we are we're just like absorbed <laughs> just in chilling. all of a sudden
1: and then, <laughs> um, we also it's a point of ours because um i i have family who just like older women these days just. Okay so our earrings are very light. I grew up mm-hmm. with a mom who was, who loves earrings but she definitely is like I try to wear lighter earrings these days because her ears have just like pulled over time because mm-hmm. we just didn't think about this as much um, 20, 30 years ago. Uh, so a lot of our big earrings, uh, are very, very light because I wear them. I don't want them to be tugging on me. I don't want them to give me a headache and I Mm -hmm. don't want that for my brides either. So that's something fun when people come in to, um, they try them on and they're always like, Oh my goodness, I had no, (laughs) I had no idea that these were going to be so comfortable and beautiful to wear, which is really fun for me.
0: Yeah. Well, that's such a great thought to have. And that's such a great thing to take into consideration. Uh that I feel like a lot of other jewelry designers may not even think about. It's Mm -hmm. it's all in service to the look, whereas you're combining, you know, form and fashion.
1: Yeah, that's really important to me with a lot of different pieces because I worked in the industry and saw a lot of other accessory stuff out there. And I would try, um, I was working in the flagship store and i would try and help brides put things on or wear things and it would look nice on the table and then we'd try and put it in their hair and it wouldn't stay in or it was mm. like sticking up weirdly on one side and i was like this is such a beautiful piece but functionally it doesn't work so what mm. is the point of that and so mm-hmm, you really right. have to meld those two together because someone is going to wear this they're going to wear it for a number of hours it's not just for like one night like a lot of times you get ready at 11 or 12 o'clock the day of and then you're wearing that piece until midnight so you want it to feel good and you want it to actually stay in and so we try and also like think about the technical side of something when we're designing it
0: Mm -hmm. that's super cool is is everything okay over there we hear a lot of sirens
1: (laughs) yeah it's uh it's outside this is brooklyn style this is uh on the street Uh, so yeah that's that's what's going on
0: brooklyn style i like
1: it <laughs> yep yes it is Well, <laughs>
0: cool. so so in the accessory industry and and you know explicitly or specifically in the, the bridal accessory industry what are some trends that you've noticed over the last five years
1: over the last five years um i think there's definitely a trend towards minimalism that i have seen uh, mm-hmm. so a lot of dresses have more of this like Uh, simple elegance to them, or the less is more, which I think is beautiful. I also think it really makes for um, a really good belt situation. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if you have like a really beautiful, uh, silk charmeuse dress and that that's just like a really sleek design. And then you put one of our belts on it. It's a really beautiful way to take that simple look and then make your own by deciding which style of accessory you want to use. I also think that, uh, I mean, this happened for us naturally, but the earrings are having a big comeback. Mm -hmm. Um, and that people are really gravitating towards, instead of just doing like a diamond stud for the wedding day, doing something that has a little bit more character to it, which I think is really wonderful. I also think Mm -hmm. earrings are a fun way where if you're doing um, a wedding day look, and you don't want to spend a lot of money changing up your look. If you wear one kind of earring to the ceremony and then you go for a statement earring for the reception, oh, then yeah. yes. you can change it up, and you don't have to spend a crazy amount of money by like changing your whole dress or a right. big headpiece or something. So I think that's a really wonderful way to kind of like have fun with it without, you know, going too far.
0: That's smart. Yeah, and and yeah. what an easy way to add just add a pop of drama mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. or color or something. Mm-hmm. You can like yeah. for the reception, you really can go whatever direction you want to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so let's see there that I also right now necklaces are having a big comeback. Um, Mm -hmm. I, we just added necklaces to our website because we had so many brides this past summer reach out to us to do custom necklaces for them, uh, which was a surprise to me, but I listened and I was like, all right, this is what people are asking for. Let's do it. Um, so of course we put our own twist on it. Um, Mm -hmm. and then in terms of other like bridal trends in terms of fashion, um, trying to think if there's like veils, I think uh we do some veils. I would say a lot of the brides I meet with tend to I think a lot of people really love the look of a really fun, fanciful veil, but in mm-hmm. the end they a lot of the dresses and the style, they end up wanting to go with a really fun accessory. And so we do more of like a clean veil that's just like a silk tulle or mm-hmm. like an English netting that just goes all the way down to the ground and keep it really simple and easy. Because yeah. I think, especially with modern bribes, um, there's just it's a little bit more of non-traditional weddings and the veil feels so traditional. And so going to something that's a little bit more um, sleek and not so overwhelming feels Mm -hmm. like a good way to still be part of that tradition, but not feel like you're doing something that isn't yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And then color, that was the last thing I would say is that color Mm -hmm. seems to be having a a really big um, comeback right now in dresses and accessories, Mm -hmm. all of that. People are really embracing color.
0: No, it's really, the the veils that are on your website are really lovely. The necklaces that are on your, lo- I mean, everything on your website looks great. It really,
1: really Thank does. You. <laughs> Thank you. We're a little obsessed over here. We you sound like We're a <laughs> Yeah,
0: It's interesting, The in looking at your necklaces that you have featured, and I know that you said you do a lot of beadwork and beaded work. Um, they almost have an element of a Native American heritage to them in, that, oh,
1: in those mm-hmm. designs. Interesting. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll take that. I like yeah. that.
0: And it's very cool. and It's very neat. And yeah, know, uh, especially now, like we've talked about, everyone is, is kind of having a reawakening of the multicultural heritage mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's very, very cool to to see those elements coming to play and not in a not in a pandering way or anything mm-hmm. like that, but yeah. just sort of naturally comes out in the in the looks. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, now Lindsay and I have, <laughs> have developed a new obsession with your dog collars yes oh, um, nice! <laughs> those are the cutest
1: things that i've ever <laughs> seen <laughs> Thank you. Thanks.
0: and the floral rough i is know the best yeah. pun i've ever seen
1: oh thanks i love that one too that's yeah. so good though because oh. i mean i feel like between engagement sessions and the wedding you know everybody wants to have their dog there and that's such a cool cute way to you know dress them up a little bit yeah absolutely i felt like um people needed an option to have for their dogs because pets are such a big part of weddings these days mm-hmm. um and then thinking about again like we were trying to think about so you do want to have something that's beautiful for your dog but you also uh, want to have something that you can functionally use for your dog yeah. as well, and actually put a leash on them if you need to. So we made them so they're really beautiful, but they do have the hardware so that you can like attach things, and they're made with like sturdy fabric so that they can. Perfect. mean you're not going to put them in the like washing machine, but you can mm-hmm. you can <laughs> use them functionally. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, sure for for a wedding, or then afterwards for a fancy Sunday at the park.
1: Absolutely, or for New Year's—you never know. (laughs) Yeah, they're a part of all parts of your life. Yeah,
0: they are. They are.
1: Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Well, we want to be respectful of your time, and we try to keep our episodes right around a half hour or so. Okay, great. So we want to we want to kind of wind up here. But what are you excited about right now? What's what's next?
1: Sure. So uh, we just wrapped up shooting the new fall collection. Um, So we're really excited about that. It's always. Um, wonderful to see it come to life on a model and out in the wilderness. Um, So that will be coming out in November or early December. So I know a little bit Mm -hmm. of time to wait for that, but um, we've been having fun with lots of textures and adding some new items and we can't wait for you to see it. Excellent.
0: And of course, they can look for that on your website, right?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And we usually work with um, one of the wedding blogs to do a big debut and usually to do some sort of giveaway as well, like a gift card or a piece from the new collection. So definitely keep an eye out for that.
0: Oh, exciting. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So how can our listeners follow your journey? What's the best place where they can watch everything unfold?
1: Sure. I mean, I think as most people expect these days, Instagram is a really good way to follow along. Uh, Mm -hmm. We try to do a lot of interaction in the studio on our stories and posting a lot of the custom work that we're doing on our Instagram so people can see that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you know, posting to the feed about what's going on and photo shoots that we're involved in and brides, uh, real brides. We love posting about that. And then we also have all of that content on our website as well. Awesome. So um, Instagram would be at hush commotion. And then our website is just hushcommotion.com.
0: Straightforward. Right. And it's a hushed past tense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So the last question that I have for you before we let you go is. Okay. Right now, what are you into that is bringing you joy? What is making you feel inspired or like your best self?
1: Oh, inspired or like my best self. Um, Well, I like, um, oh, this is a hard question. Um, (laughs) I mean, I really, I think I've talked about this um, on my Instagram that I'm like a really huge sci-fi nerd. Um, mm-hmm. and that I really love reading sci-fi books and watching sci-fi movies and TV shows and all of that. Um, so the TV show that I am obsessed with right now is Umbrella Academy. Uh, which yes. just came out on Netflix, and I'm almost done. Uh, my husband and I are watching <laughs> it together, so we can't watch it when we're not together, so we have to watch app, and so that's why it's taking a little bit longer because we have to, like, find time to be like, okay, next episode, here we go. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's nice for me because it kind of lets me disconnect with something that's not wedding-related but still inspiring and, like, gives me all the fun, like, goosebumps and excitements and makes me feel like a kid again, so, Yeah.
0: Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I just watched the first episode of that the other day. So I'm, I'm excited Thanks. for it, too. I'm, Enjoy. too.
1: I'm on, like, episode seven or something. So it, it's it's really good. Have fun with it.
0: Cool. <laughs> awesome. Thea, thank you so much. Thank yes, you. Thank this you. was really wonderful. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, we had so much fun talking to you. And we will, we will definitely look forward to the lookbook coming out.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Just a fun conversation with some ambulance in the background.
0: <laughs> ambulance, ambience. Yep. Again, I'm not joking. If you haven't checked out Hushed Commotions' Instagram, you owe it to yourself to do it right now. And that's this week's episode. Thank you again for listening. We are so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Remember, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 a month by going to patreon.com slash youridocrew or leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast network. And make sure that you subscribe to make sure that you don't miss a single episode filled with great stories and wedding tips like next week where I share a horror story about a couple who wanted to get married on a certain date that has a certain significance relating to a habit that causes short-term memory loss. Stay tuned for all that and more on next week's episode of Your I Do Crew. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Not Wedding Wire Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages.
1: And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using Photo.
0: If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love.
1: Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms.
0: We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at
1: Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. I want to get, I want to get, I want to get married.
0: Hey! Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.